everybody, and welcome to another episode of Indoor Recess. I'm Beeks. I'm Jeff. And Jeff, what do we do in this podcast? We watch obscure kids' movies and rate them to the ground. <laughs> sure, we sure do. And where do we normally record this podcast? Normally record this at our house. We sure do. But y'all, this is Indoor Recess Field Trip Edition. Uh, cabin cast (laughs) yes we are currently recording this in a cabin in i guess the outskirts of of delightful lindale texas out in the middle of a fucking forest also yes we are in a log cabin it is legit logs so if things sound a little echoey sorry there's no carpet here no Nothing, just sounds bouncing all over the place. Also, it is a very windy day. And yeah, we're under a wind advisory. We are, yes. And there are gigantic trees surrounding us. So every and we time we have a tin roof. Yes, and we have a tin roof. So every time the wind blows, uh, it sounds like it's raining, but what it actually is is a thousand little pine needles <laughs> hitting the pine uh, needles and pine cones, pine cones, squirrels, all sorts of things just hitting the roof. Hopefully you won't be able to hear it, or if you do, it sounds relaxing and nice. Ooh. Yes. So asthma here. I'm sure you're wondering, aren't you guys on like a vacation or something? Why the fuck did you bring all of your podcast shit to a cabin? Why don't you just have fun and unplug for once? We're never on vacation. <laughs> Ever. Always working. Well, how about how about Jeff explains, because he was the one that had this idea. Oh. Uh, I just figured because the cabin had a rather large movie collection. Yeah. It was just like, hey, what if we just leave it up to fate and just grab the (laughs) wackiest shit that we can find out of that cabinet and that'd be our movie. So, yeah, we're in the middle of the woods and the cabin that we rented said that there was no internet, but they, they said that's okay because they boasted a big collection of DVDs. Yeah. And we thought, boy, wouldn't it be funny to just find the most obscure movie in their little DVD cabinet and watch that one. <laughs> and Jeff, do you want to tell the, the, the folks at home the very, very, very first movie that we pulled out of the fucking DVD the cabinet? Very because fate is cruel. Movie. Yeah. So all we can see is the spines. Yeah, all we can see is the spines. And so it was like four family movies. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there's like a whole bunch of those in there. Yeah, there's there's a lot of them that are like, oh, this is the girls' night out collection. Yeah. So we grabbed one. It was like four family films. Mm-hmm. And it's fucking gooby. It's gooby. It's fucking gooby and three other movies. <laughs> yeah, gooby. <laughs> Yeah. But I was just like, no fucking way. The funniest thing about it is it is a four movie collection, but Gooby is the most prominent thing on yeah. that cover. It's Gooby and the little boy's name. I don't remember his name. Chester. I don't know. His name is Chucklefuck. Peter. I don't know. It's it's Gooby plus kid. And then these tiny little thumbnails of three other movies. And then on the back, once again, it's Gooby like dancing. Yeah. Fucking Gooby, man. Fucking He's Just everywhere. the chances of that. I know. <laughs> a movie no one has ever heard of that made like three cents in the Canadian theaters. Yeah. And here it is. A in... saw it, but. Yes, yes, A saw it and we saw it. And the fine owners of this cabin <laughs> have apparently seen it. Actually, I bet they haven't. They probably bought it and they're like, oh, this looks cheap. Yeah. This looks like something that we can put in our DVD hutch. Also, I think it's kind of funny, a, a delightful second level of, of Kismet is that this cabin knows how to party, and they also have a VCR yeah. and some tapes. 
And one of the tapes is Aladdin, King of Thieves. <laughs> <laughs> Last night we watched The Mask on oh VHS. Oh my god! Last night we watched The Mask. We are currently right in the middle of watching Contact. But I was like, nah, we should probably record the damn podcast, even yeah. though I love Contact so much. I've been floating the idea because there's also a deity version of The Mask that has the sequel, we're not. Son of the Mask. Mm-mm, mm-mm, I was like, well, if we watch that for the podcast, yeah. <laughs> no, we're not actually watching Son of the Mask because if we watched Son of the Mask, I would climb up the highest fucking tree out. Here I can find and then jump off. Jeff, do you want to describe the the movie that we pulled out? Oh, you got of, it over there. Yes, okay. the movie in the DVD hutch. Do you <laughs> want to explain what we're watching? So this is called Slappy and the Stinkers. Slappy and the Stinkers, featuring B.D. Wong. B.D. Wong. Yeah. And Jennifer Coolidge, which I don't. Know I don't who know that who Jennifer is. Coolidge is. I do know who B.D. Wong is because I like Jurassic Park. I don't know. TriStar Pictures and okay. The Bubble Factory present... The Bubble Factory, huh? A Scheinberg production. Huh, okay. Flip it back around. Let's describe what's on that cover. All right, so here is the cover. Imagine the kids from Little Rascals. Yep. And then you have B.D. Wong there. They're they're forming a human pyramid on poor B.D. Wong. Yeah. And then... Andre from the movie Andre looming above all of them is this seal, seal that's apparently like 16 feet tall. Yeah, and he's got his tongue out and he's like mm, mm-hmm. and it says five kids, one sea lion, no rules. Oh shit. So, I'm glad that you mentioned Andre because I've been trying to think of another movie which is, you know, prominently seal related. And yeah, all I can think of is Andre or that Chuck Jones movie that was like Sh- Sherbert the White Seal or something like Seabert, Seabert the Seal. Do you remember that? Seabert? No. Yeah. Oh, man. Does it say when that was made? 2005. 2005. Okay, never mind. Because some of those kids did kind of look like the Little Rascals kids to no, me. No, this kid right here looks exactly... Like Spanky. Like Spanky. Yes. And it's freaking me out. And I'm I, like, wait, how old is this kid? Yeah, that, well, that's why I was asking you. Because there's a kid on here that looks a lot like Spanky. Like, exactly. I don't... And the guy's not old enough to, like, have a son and that's his kid. Yeah, because Little Rascals came out, what, like, 98, 99, no, maybe? like 94, 93. I don't know. You, you've got a phone look it up also y'all the internet here is very uh i what i meant to say was the signal here is very iffy <laughs> very quaint yeah 94 94 okay so yeah that can't be him it can't be spanky because let me let me look at these kids on the front he doesn't look like spanky Mm-mm. but on the back like that is a hundred percent fucking yeah. spanky and no, it's that's, weird it, he's spanky but he's got an alien hat on yeah so, okay, I'm going to talk about... I don't think Spanky would believe in aliens. I don't know, maybe. I'm going to talk about these kids. So we got a uh, glasses kid. We got this girl, I guess. She's got two long braids, like Pippi Longstocking. Wasn't there a girl in The Little Rascals? There was like one Darla. girl. No, 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 like... Not in the club because they're He-Man woman haters. Oh, I thought... I don't know. At the very end, they start letting girls into the club. Okay. Yeah. We've got a kid that looks like every kid I knew growing up with that, like, Leonardo DiCaprio hair. Yeah. Uh, we got a kid with a backwards ball cap. It says Bueno or Zeno. Oh, maybe it says Zeno on it. Oh, maybe that's the alien. Maybe it's Zenu. Yeah, I was going to say, are they Scientologists? Maybe this is a Scientologist racket. Uh-oh. Ooh. Maybe we shouldn't be watching this. So he's he's got kind of a, a snarly face on. And then our last kid is... I don't know what he's wearing. It looks very, like, adult. 
To be fair, it's a very high quality photo. Yeah, this picture is not great. This whole thing looks bootleg, but I don't think it is. It looks like, like the back, the photos look fine, but the yeah. picture on the front, it looks like they took some like far away shot and then yeah, cropped and, it and, out and, and, and blew it, it up. Yeah, and then yes, like I said, they're standing on BD Wong. He looks very confused. He doesn't know what's happening. He's like, I just want to go back to Isla Sorna. Yeah. Isla Nublar. What I really want to talk about on the back is this photo of B.D. Wong dressed as Napoleon. Yeah. (laughs) What's happening there? I don't know. He looks stoked, though. So let's talk about predictions. I'm going to go... The man next to him has quite a nose. Oh, in the the photo. Yeah. He's also got like... It's like flour or something. Porridge or something. But his all like over him. nose is like boom. Yeah, that's a comically large nose. That can't be real. Or if it is, I'm sorry. Let's talk about I'm fairly certain that Slappy is the seal. Yeah. And I'm fairly certain that the stinkers are the kids. Until you handed this back to me, I forgot there was a seal. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, because we've been talking about the kids and BD Wong and BD Wong and everything, and, and I just seal. keep looking here, and he kind of on the back, he just blends in. Yeah. And then when you turn it over, it's like, oh, there's a giant, there's fucking, a giant seal. fucking seal. You tell me what you think Slappy and the Stinkers is going to be about. All right, Slappy and the Stinkers. Slappy is their god. Okay. Oh. He okay. is a six foot seal, because he looks like he'd probably be about. Eh, maybe he's like a four foot seal. I still feel like because I feel be like taller BD than BD Wong. Wong. You think so? Because BD Wong, if he stood mm. up, but he, he this Slappy is hunched over. I bet if he, I bet if he reared back. Oh yeah, his like total length is like. I'm not even talking about total length. I'm talking about like seals can like can make their neck stretch. All you right. know? So Slappy is an 18 foot seal. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. Please. And then you know these kids are his thralls. Okay. Sure. And. B.D. Wong uh-huh. is their adult. I don't know. It's like uh, they use B.D. Wong to like get things done because they're kids and no one listens to them. Oh, but okay. if they have like an adult servant, man. So how did B.D. Wong get himself into this scenario? Why are the children taking advantage? Do they have dirt on B.D. Wong or did Slappy like command him to be their go between? Um. He definitely showed up at the wrong place at the wrong time. Okay. Kind of huh. thing. He is very unwilling in the, I mean, the cold like of it. Slappy. Sure. You know, I mean, if an 18 foot seal does some like mind control shit on you, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Yeah, that's true. So, okay. That's a. Uh... You know, kids need popcorn. Kids need whatever. They don't have money. No, they sure don't. Long does money. Somehow. Okay. All right. I'll roll with it. My prediction is a little more grounded, shall we say. I think this takes place... Let's see. Where do seals live? Uh, it's probably... SeaWorld. Oh, <laughs> okay, I meant naturally. Probably like San Francisco or something. This probably takes place in San Francisco. I bet these kids find a seal. I don't know. Nurse it back to health or something. Yeah, maybe it's like a stranded seal. And they nurse it back to health. And now evil Beatty Wong, for some reason runs a Napoleon recreation or uh, a reenactment theme park and just nobody's going because hey y'all nobody gives a shit about Napoleon especially in America you know maybe put that shit in France but he's like oh I know what would really 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 give my Napoleon themed business a shot in the arm a seal and he steals Slappy from the kids shit and then the kids are like we gotta get back Slappy because we're the stankers 
I don't know. I got nothing, dude. <laughs> what if it's just little rascals, but instead of a dog, it's a seal? Like exactly, like yeah, the, like exactly. word for word, shot for shot remake, but yeah. instead of <laughs> what was the name of that dog? Pete. Oh, it I was think. Pete. Yeah. Yeah. So instead of. You know what? I actually love Little Rascals, the old movie. So I would be super into that. I would be sitting here laughing, watching Alfalfa burp out bubbles and the um, soapbox derby or the downhill derby and fucking Reba McIntyre's there. Yeah. And let's see. Do we have any other predictions First off, who is Jennifer Coolidge and why does she get top billing? Can you look up Jennifer Coolidge for me? I'm trying to see if there's anything that like... Anything that I would know. Yeah. <laughs> Probably not, unless it's animated or stars a, a, a brainy chick doing brainy cool things. I'm not going to know it. Oh, 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 okay. Oh, oh, oh. She also voiced... Okay. Luann's beauty school teacher, oh. Miss Kresmer, okay. in a recurring role on King of the Hill. So she is... What a bitch <laughs> yeah okay all right see now i'm grounded now i know who that is but yeah she's old she's definitely not any of the kids old. <laughs> on the thing okay look i know what you meant i know what you meant yeah. okay let's do some more predictions this definitely doesn't look like a movie that's gonna have any original songs but this also looks like the type of movie that is gonna play a lot of songs that are ex- hold the phone what so according to her filmography yes Slapping the Sneakers is from 1998. Oh. Do you think this movie was filmed in 98 and, and couldn't find a, a, a Slapping seller? the Sneakers is a 1998 American director video account. That's all I'm reading about the thing. Wow. So I guess it took forever. Oh my forever. God. Look down here. Copyright 1998 TriStar Pictures. This DVD is copyright 2005. Okay, this is a 98 okay. movie. That's probably Slap or the- uh, Spanky. Do you think he didn't, like, age that much in four in years? Four years? Oh, yeah, wow. That's still a long time. His parents probably fed him uh, oh, anti-growth hormone. Yeah, did they give him Michael Jackson? Yeah. Oh, no, poor Spanky. Because that looks way too much like Spanky. It does. Um, unless he has a little brother. That's the only other thing I could think of. Unless he... Oh! What? Uh-oh. I'm looking down here where it says, like, TriStar Pictures and The Bubble Factory, blah, 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 blah. And I'm looking at the cast role. It says, you know, B.D. Wong and the next name, Bronson Pinchot from Perfect Strangers. He's bulky. I think you're the only person that knows that. Standing tall (laughs) on the wings of my dreams. I don't remember where he's from. I don't remember where he's from. It was some fakey made up place. Okay, look, I'm not going to say that show was good because the whole crux of the show was aren't foreigners different from us? Yeah. (laughs) Like that's not really a thing that you should base like five seasons of a sitcom on, but that theme song fucking rips and it was in the, uh, you know, the must-see TV. It was was around the same time as like Full House. So I, I, I caught a few episodes, you know? I need to look up the little rascals kid now. Spanky. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna go through little rascals and just see. No, wait, no, 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 don't do it, don't do it. It'll be. A, we gotta. We should watch the movie. We should watch the movie and see if that's Spanky. I say we should watch the movie and like keep an ear out and hear if that's Spanky. Well, I already looked it up. So, mm-mm. is it? It is him. All oh, right. <laughs> that's totally Spanky. It's totally Spanky. I can't believe. 
four years four years actually later. four years he looks the exact same everybody else was probably all the other rascals are probably going through puberty okay no 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 the thing i was gonna say is i don't think that this movie is gonna have any original songs but what i do think that this movie is gonna have is you know popular music that already exists so i want you to take a second you're making this movie, the year is 1997. I want you to look at Slappy and the Stinkers, and I want you to tell me what song do you put into this movie, either in the trailer or just in the movie during some montage or something. Oh, and tell me why you're using the song. Boy, I'm not good at, like, this song came out in this year type stuff. Just pick a 90s song. Um, so this is my trailer for the DVD release, right? Oh, oh so 2005, okay, cool. the, the 2005 DVD release, I'm yes. going to steal Jimmy Neutron's thing, and it's going to be Kids in America. Oh. We're the kids in America. Whoa. Okay, all right. So I see this cover, and I'm the audio designer for Slappy and the Stinkers, and I see these kids having a wacky montage where they're teaching the seal how to do tricks, and I put in... House of Pains, jump around. Okay. It's them, and it goes, and then it's them doing fucking wacky shit, and it's playing jump around. And, you know, I'm a person in the 90s. I'm like, this is so much fun and cool. Slappy and the Stinkers. Slappy. Yeah. Let's get slapping with Slappy. Are you ready to slap with Slappy? I gotta say, so this cover, it's the most tiniest, mundane, not a big deal thing. But right underneath where it says the, there's this red, white, and blue stripe. And I keep seeing it, and it keeps reminding me of Herbie. Herbie and the love And I'm yeah. like, oh, yeah, this, there's a Herbie. Herbie's in here. I was like, Herbie the love bug. Yeah, Herbie there he and is. Stinkers. Beep, beep. On the hill. <sighs> okay. Let's go watch this stupid, stupid movie. Who knows? Maybe it's number one. It's super not. But it's got fucking spanky. Oh, I wonder if he's on Cameo. We should get him to record a thing that says, Dear Indoor Recess, I hate your stinking guts. You make me vomit. (laughs) You're the scum between my toes. All right, are you ready to go? You ready to stink it up? Yeah. Okay, let's go. Someone to play with? Someone to be friends with? Yes, you are, Slobber. Someone who knows how to stay cool? Way cool. Then join Slappy. That is one big gopher. <laughs> and the Stinkers. Nobody needs to give a lie. That man's taking Slappy's. We gotta free him. Free him. We're gonna get him out. Let's rumble. For the West. The wildest. The way coolest. Now! That has got to hurt. Adventure of the Year. What are those stinkers doing with a leaf blower? Wow. All right, we're back. We watched Slap Happy Slappy. What was it? Slappy... Slappy and the Stinkers. Slappy and the Stinkers. Ugh. Also, I should I should say just a peek behind the curtain. In the pre-show, we had a little bit of internet. Now we have even less internet. And also, a little while ago, the wind had really picked up. It seems to have died down, but I don't know. It might come back. 
And now the wind, instead of dropping pine needles, it's dropping pine cones and like branches and stuff. Yeah. So if you hear a loud bang. Yeah. If it sounds like something in the in the distance has like fallen off a desk, that that's not it. A a branch or a piece of tree has has landed on our roof. If you're hearing this, we're probably not dead. Yeah. Yeah. If you're if you're hearing this, that means that we lived. Okay. So Slappy and those damn stinkers. Slappy and the Stinkers. We begin at prestigious Dartmoor Academy. Mm-hmm. And B.D. Wong is serenading us with the HMS Pinafore. Dude, um, I'm going to preface this by saying that B.D. Wong is a pretty good sport throughout this whole movie. Yes. Okay, he gets okay. a lot of shit like <laughs> happening to him. <laughs> yeah, I, I also got to say, propers to B.D. Wong. I don't want to get into my, my compliment sandwich yet, but... All right, <laughs> let's go through the story. Okay, so one by one... Each one of the kids pretends that they have to pee. They make a lot of like motions, like trying to get the attention of the lady who's playing the piano, accompanying B.D. Wong. Her name is Harriet, but don't mm-hmm. worry about that right now. And she, one by one, like she's not talking, but she's mouthing like, yes, go pee. Like, go to the pee. You can go. Go to the pee room. Yeah. So they all go. It turns out all the kids that needed to pee were a group known as the Stinkers. The Stinkers. Mm-hmm. They are all playing hooky to get out of singing that damn old HMS pinafore. So so when B.D. Wong finishes his song, he tells these two kids, what would you call these kids? To the stinkers, they're bullies, but to B.D. They're Beattie, fucking narcs. They are narcs. So like like to B.D. Wong, they're kind of like teacher's pets. Yeah. B.D. Wong, oh, we, we should really be calling him, his name is Mr. Brinway. And Mr. Mm. Brinway tells these two kids, like, hey, go spy on those fucking stinkers. And they're like, yeah, yeah all right, on it. I don't trust those stinkers. That sounds exactly like B.D. Wong. Yep. <laughs> Known southern boy, B.D. Wong. B.D. Wong. The B.D. Wong stands for... Big deal. Bull doggy Wong. <laughs> Cowboy B.D. Wong. No, man, he's Bubba Doe Wong. Oh, Bubba Doe Wong. <laughs> Hey, my name Bubba Doe Wong. Bubba Doe Wong. Toing. So the, the stinkers have escaped to test out their newest invention. They've attached a leaf blower to a desk chair and also made this kind of rudimentary hang glider yeah. wing sort of thing. And they are going to get wits, the fucking nerdlinger of the stinkers, to sit in the chair and I guess fly off. He is not into it. So they say, three, two, one, blast off. And instead of taking the whole fucking contraption into the sky, uh, the leaf blower part with the with the wing detaches. It breaks off. Mm-hmm. And goes flying away. And antics ensue. Antics. Yeah, this is our first major antics scene. Uh, the kids are trying to chase the leaf blower. It's flying. It's turned into this giant glider. They are chasing after it. We also meet Roy, the groundskeeper at Dartmoor Academy. It comes flying towards him. He ducks, whatever. It, it turns around and then chases the kids. The kids run back into the school. B.D. Wong catches them. B.D. Wong says, Stinkers, guess what? You are straight up expelled. Stinkers go home. Mm-hmm. Stinkers go home. When Harriet, the... Uh... Spy. <laughs> yes. The spy and also the assistant to Mr. Brimley, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Harriet's... There were choices with Harriet. Harriet is Swedish, I guess. Allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. And she definitely has some sort of accent... 
And like I said, our, our internet is kind of shot, so I really can't do a whole lot of research. I can't say like, oh, yes, the actress playing her was Swedish. Was that that Jennifer? Yeah, that was the Jennifer oh, lady. Okay. okay, okay. She was just making a voice. So she's not Swedish. I don't think so. You think that was just... That was just... That was just a choice. Yep. I mean, it was definitely a choice. <laughs> um, I was just like, what is up with this voice? It's a very... I don't know. It's almost a weird, like, mocking voice. I don't I don't know this woman's, like, actual speaking voice. So for all I know, that's exactly what she sounds like. So I don't want to make fun of it too much. But it's a little... I don't know. It's just... A, it's kind of a little weird. Anyway, she takes Mr. Brimley aside, and she says, hey, uh... She was born in Massachusetts, if that helps well, you. <laughs> she did, was born in Boston, Massachusetts. Oh, shit. Oh, you think she knows she fucking Bob Vila? She hanging out with Bob Vila yeah. and all the boys. So she pulls Mr. Brimley aside and says, hey, three of these, like, stinkers, they're here on, like, a scholarship. It would be really, really shitty if we kicked out the three scholarship kids, like we should probably keep all of them. So he says, all right, fine. You know what? You are not expelled, but you're on double probation. Something yeah, Harriet that, tries to like back the stinkers all the time. Yeah. I do not know if double probation is an actual thing that exists. I've only ever heard of it in like Animal House movies. <laughs> <laughs> but um, he says, I will give you stinkers one last chance. So get the fuck out of here. The next day, it is time for the field trip to the aquarium. Everybody is sitting in the bus, and the stinkers occupy the back seat, and they're singing some sort of song and being real obnoxious. The bullies come up and make fun of them. One of the bullies throws a sandwich at Spanky. I have no idea what his name is in this movie. Uh, uh Loaf. Loaf? Yep, his name is Loaf. That's not his name. That's what it said. No, it didn't. It said Loaf. So, okay, this movie really wants to be the little rascals yeah i was gonna say like this movie is like that weird direct to video little rascals 2 if that existed yeah this movie really really wants to be the little rascals and it even does i mean first off it brings in spanky from the little rascals yeah it has a group of kids who who all you know pal up together they all have a fun little name they all do they have two little butch and wine bullies uh-huh uh-huh there's two little bullies that look like butch and wine and they even do the thing at the end of little rascals you know how it shows a few little clips and then it's like so-and-so playing alfalfa so-and-so yeah. playing buckwheat bug it, hall playing alfalfa yeah it does that but <laughs> this movie like you never hear these fucking kids name except for wits uh, a few times, and I only got that because Mr. Brimley said it. Like, what kind of name is Wits? I think I think it's short for like Markowitz or something. Mm. I think he's got a long a long last name, but they shorten it to Wits because that's the last syllable of it. Mm. Um, but anyway, like you're watching the credits, and it's like so and so as Lucy, and it's like I didn't I didn't even know she had a fucking yeah. Name. I didn't know that, uh, <laughs> most of their names until like you, the very. You will end. never hear them. Yeah. Anyway, all this to say, uh, they're going on an aquarium. Fucking whatever. And his name is Loaf. And his name is Loaf. Oh, we could just call him Spanky. I plan on it. They go to the aquarium. They go straight to the information desk and they say, yes, hello, uh, ma'am. We are here to see the killer whales. And the lady's like, we don't have any killer whales. And they're like, oh, okay, well, please show us the most awesome thing you have. And she directs them to... <gasps> Spanky. Spanky. <laughs> no, Slappy. 
Yeah. <laughs> He's slappy as a seal. Just people throw fish at him, whatever. Like, I'm not 100% sure, but he does remind me a lot of Andre, so I don't I know bet. if it's the same so seal. So it said PJ as yeah. slappy. Like I said, I don't have any internet, but the folks at home, if you want to try and Google, are animal actors on IMDb? Can you look up? PJ Maybe. the the sea lion and see if that's the same sea lion as Andre because these were around the same time I yeah. would assume I don't know how long sea lions live but uh I would assume it's the same little dude how many mm-hmm. how many sea lion actors are there in Hollywood uh I don't know yeah let's see cast wow they don't even list Andre as like a cast member he's the fucking that's his the fucking movie this is this uh. I'm so, just gonna look up PJ the seal then all right do that. So they they go and see Slappy, and the stinkers all immediately feel bad for the seal. Even though, I gotta say, his little enclosure doesn't look that bad. It's not like he's sitting on a brick floor, you know, being prodded by sticks or something. But they're like, poor little dude, he misses his family. We should get him out of here. And then one of them is like, free willy. Free Slappy. Yeah, that's when I wrote down. I was like, oh my god, Free Willy exists in the fucking Slappy verse. In my notes, I wrote down, referencing better movies doesn't make this movie a good movie. (laughs) (laughs) And they will do that like three more times this movie. So right then and there, they decide to free him. The bullies overhear this and they snitch to Mr. Brimway. So this is where we get into our second major antics scene. While all this is happening... A shady looking dude with this like slick back hair and shades is talking to one of the guys at the aquarium and this guy lets him in and, you know, takes him into the back area. Turns out, A, this is Bronson Pinchot and he's a bad guy. So the kids oversee this. Somehow they sneak into the back. They see Slappy get put into a cage. They free him. And, uh, you know, more antics ensue. We got the kids trying to get Slappy out of the aquarium. We've got Bronson Pinchot trying to chase the children. We've got B.D. Wong, who sees the stinkers and is like, "Uh -uh uh-uh-uh, I know you're doing something bad. Boy, let me tell you. What? Dude, they give that fish and chip delivery boy a casting, like, credit. But not. No fucking PJ. That sucks. That sucks. Justice for PJ. I mean, you should credit the animal actors. Yeah, they're like, oh, this is the guy that did the voices of the and it's like, I don't care about that person. That person, yeah. like, that could have been anybody. Well, it's, it's like, okay, even if you want to be super, super cynical and be like, it's just a dog or it's just a cat or it's just a sea lion. They're not really actors, blah, 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 blah. It's like, for the sake of fucking trivia, I'd like to know. I'd like to yeah. know if that was the same fucking seal as Andre. That's nope. all. Neither film credit them, so I can't that's a, tell. That's a bummer. Maybe we'll just have to watch Andre and see if they credit Andre <laughs> and PJ. The- yeah, PJ. All these antics, all these back and forth. Finally, the kids have gotten Slappy out of the aquarium. They say, "Well, what are we gonna do? You know, now that he's out, <laughs> where do we where do we take him?" Yeah, they get the brilliant idea to dress him up as a student and put him on the bus to. Yeah, uh, back this to- is when it starts really turning little rascals. Yeah. So they are able to, they've, they've stolen a bunch of fish from the backstage of the aquarium, and they are able to lure Slappy with fish onto the bus. 
we get a shot of everybody at the front of the bus being like, oh, man, one of you kids fucking reeks. Stinky boy. And we see we see this fucking seal wearing a T-shirt and like a, a, a fish mask. Yeah, fish mask that they were selling at the uh, gift shop. Everybody else has departed. These kids are able to lure Stinky. Stinky. Oh, my God. Stinky. These kids are able <laughs> to lure slappy off the bus but they're like well okay once again now where do we fucking take him yeah one of them gets the brilliant idea to leave him at mr brimway's hot tub yeah they're like oh whatever we'll just leave him there for now so so it's still a school day there's still time left in the in the fucking school day but they all decide to go play hooky hop on their bikes and go to their like headmaster's house yes yeah yeah, yeah. go to their fuck like the dean's house and break into his backyard and dump his hot tub oh my god so they dump this seal into the hot tub and they're like wait a minute this is a hot tub it's hot we need to cool it down and slappy's used to salt water we need to dump a shitload of salt in there so they take every ice cube out of the fridge and they take these bags of salt and dump it in there and all i'm thinking is like oh my god the filtration system the ph balance fucked this is yeah we're, we're fucked we're gone so they say oh my gosh look at what time it is our parents are gonna be picking us up at dartmoor you know any minute now we gotta get back uh you stay here stinky and his name is slappy his name is slappy you stay here slappy uh one of the kids mentions like is it gonna be okay to leave him here and one of the other kids responds it's okay because mr brimley never leaves early ever smash cut mr brimley's like i've had a fucking day i am leaving early i'm going home to my hot tub (laughs) he's like hell yeah yeah so meanwhile stinky and the slappers yeah Oh, we, we forgot to mention real real quick, like before the kids run off, uh, they run out of fish and they do make a delivery call to this like Long John Silver's slash Captain D's. Yeah. I didn't catch the name of it. Did you catch the it's name? It's Fish and Chips. Oh, it's Fish and Chips? Yeah. I thought they just ordered Fish and Chips. No, it's called Fish and Chips. Okay. I got to say, I wish I lived in the world of movies because movie eating establishments are always, always like way more fucking themed than any eating establishment I've ever yeah. been to. Like, okay, okay, remi- okay. Do you remember the very first time you ever saw Toy Story and you saw Pizza Planet? Yeah. Holy shit! The guards, even guarding the fucking the- dude, even the like quote unquote real Pizza Planet at Disney World is not as involved no. as the fucking. And it's no. like they have the money to do that shit, the, and they don't do the it. The Pizza Planet. At Disney World, it's called Pizza Planet. It's based off a movie that a million billion people have watched. It's just a fucking Dave and Buster's. There's no animatronic guards. There's no fucking nope. whack an alien. Doesn't look anything like no, the. Not at all. And they and could do that because they, they oh, love they, doing that well, shit. They have endless money. Yeah. Anyway, this dude pulls up in this fucking Yugo or something. It's this real <laughs> shitty car. It's got yeah, like a, a pirate hat. It. Well, no, no, no. Did you see his car? It's got a sail on it, it's doesn't it? It's got a sail attached. It's a huge sail. He, this dude could not get through the drive-thru. Yeah. This, like, he's made his car fucking 12 feet tall. It's got this giant red sail with a black skull on it. And then he pulls up dressed like a fucking pirate. No. He's like, yar, har, har. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, well, he's he's this totally, like, bummed out teenager. And he's just yeah. like, yar, here's your, here be your order. You know. 
I'm and just saying. Like 150 dollars worth of shit oh too. Oh god, yes, yeah, yeah. The kids buy a shitload of fish, um, raw uh, fish. Raw fish, yeah. Which it's just like, man, this is a pretty uh, hoity-toity fish and chips place if they have just raw ass oh, fish. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah, yeah. They don't have the fucking frozen fish sticks. Yeah, it's yeah. like, well, I guess they have to like clean and gut and gut yeah yeah, yeah. oh that's what cleaning is and, yeah, yeah descaling and clean out the fish mm-hmm. themselves Pull out all those little bones the dude asks for money and i believe it's spanky who opened the doors like oh just charge it to my father mr brimway <laughs> that's all i wanted to mention so the kids yeah. go back to school uh their parents pick him up mr brimway comes on home uh we get to meet his dog gordon gordon brimway his sweet, sweet baby boy. Oh my God! Did you did you feel a kindred spirit with Mr. Brimway sure. right then and there? Yeah, I was like, oh, so Mr. Brimway comes home and he's had a day. He's very tired, and this little dog is is barking, and he's just like, oh, Gordon, and he puts it on his uh shoulder. And he's just like, Gordon, I've had a bad day, but you understand me. Boo, boo, boo. I love you so much. Do, 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 do. And y'all, that is exactly how Jeff talks to our cat. <laughs> I always put him on our shoulder and give him huggies. Yeah. Also, he's got a, a bitchin' stereo system, which he uses to uh, listen to The Marriage of Figaro, because this dude really likes opera. Um, or Looney Tunes. <laughs> yeah, or Looney Tunes, honestly. He comes outside in this robe, and he's like strutting around synced to the music, and when the singer hits a, a particular long note, he drops the robe. And like, I knew, I was like, okay, the joke is gonna be that he's wearing like a small little Speedo or something. Yeah. And sure enough, he's wearing an American flag Speedo. And I gotta say, I've never seen B.D. Wong without a shirt. He's pretty ripped. That dude, I mean... Shit. I mean, if they tell you, hey, you're going to be in a movie and you're going to have a Speedo scene, you're probably going to start working out. I know. I, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, damn, I, was, I wasn't I was expecting it. Took you're, me by surprise. Were you expecting scrawny scientist man? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. Like, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I was just kind of expecting just like generic person that, you know, doesn't necessarily neglect their body but doesn't also necessarily take care of it but like no dude bd wong has hit the gym i don't know if he if he does that just in his day-to-day or if it was for this movie but like congrats let's give him the benefit of the doubt and say that's just how he looks at any given moment either way i'm gonna say congrats bd wong big dick wong (laughs) i mean (laughs) you know are you saying that he has bdwe bd wong energy sure (laughs) Okay. He's got fucking silent O in there, and it's Bod Wong. <laughs> Bod Wong. Bod Wong. So, of course, he gets in the hot tub, and he's just like, what the fuck? It's cold, and also salty. What what has happened to my precious hot tub? My precious baby. Mm-hmm. The kids are watching from the top of the fence, and they're like, oh, shit, where's Slappy? He's gonna find Slappy. Turns out, Slappy has left the hot tub, and is taking a little snooze on uh, B.D. Wong's like living room couch. It's going to smell so bad. Oh, it's going to smell so bad. So, that uh, smell's never going to come out. <laughs> no, you're going to have to buy a new couch. So we get antics number three. The kids have to ding-dong ditch to get B.D. Wong out of his hot tub. And then another kid has to sneak inside the house and, using more fish, has to lure... Slappy out of there. They do that. Fucking whatever. Antics. Antics. So now they have to decide 
what are we going to do with this damn seal? Everyone decides to foist it upon Wits. Yeah, uh, here, you figure it out. You're going to sleep. He's going to sleep in your room. Yeah, because apparently Wits is the only one that has a double bed. So He has a fucking cool like setup. He does have a cool setup. Do you want to talk about Wits' room? Like, Immediate smash cut to Wits' room. Yeah, and he's on the second floor. Uh-huh. He's got two windows right above his bed that everyone's like talking to him through. Yeah, yeah, I'm that like, was pretty cool. I'm like, yo, the dream. Yeah, he's got, it almost looked like an attic. I think he's like yeah, in almost. the attic. Could be. Because the way, I swear, or maybe his His, his, his bed's room. definitely in like a dormer type thing. What's a dormer? That's is that the, like where the where it, floor is angled? It juts or roof out. Is angled? It juts like your it juts out like onto the roof or whatever. Oh, oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because these kids are able to crawl on top of the roof of the first story, like the, the roof of the garage, to get to his room. It's yeah. really, it's pretty fucking cool. Because it's not like an actual like floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're they're talking to him before Betty by time, and they're like, okay, well, you know, tell Slappy we say hi and uh, fucking bye. So so they run off, and Slappy's sitting in Wits's bed with him. He's making all sorts of seal noises and giving Wits smooches and stuff. And uh, the uh, Wits's mom shows up. We never see her face. They totally pull like a nanny. And, yeah, and which we see her later, so I don't know why. Yeah, we do I don't see know her later. Why the they did all this stuff? But. Yeah, what a weird, what a weird choice. Because yeah, every time you see her in this scene, like her upper half will be entirely encased in shadow. Yeah, she's like other mother or something yeah. type thing. So she comes up and she's just like, "Oh, wits, honey." <laughs> I think she even calls him wits, or maybe she calls him by his first name. I don't know. What I don't she fucking calls remember. Him. Anyway. She, she hears Slappy making a bunch of noise, and she's just like, oh my god, is your cough back? Because this kid's asthmatic. Yeah. And he's just like, oh yeah, it must be. So she gives him some some cough syrup, and also gives him some, like, X-Lax? Well, because I think that this is one of the fifth or sixth fart jokes yeah. from Andre, or PJ. <laughs> so she's like, oh. And he's just like, yeah, I think I need to be cleaned out. And so okay. yeah, she gives him, like, child's x-lax yeah yeah fucking x-lax jr or something yeah and she's z-lax yeah and she's like okay so take that fucking biskies and she goes back downstairs in the pre-show i made a prediction that we were gonna have a montage set to music now i incorrectly predicted that they would play a 90s song i realize now that a movie in 2021 would have a 90s song to attract the adult 90s kids yeah you know of course what i should have realized is that a movie in the 90s would have a song from the 50s or 60s <laughs> to attract the boomers that are paying to go see the fucking the movie so we have a montage set to lollipop i don't know who does it because i can't look it up you know lollipop lollipop yeah. oh, la, la, lollipop lollipop boom boom but this montage is this seal drinking an entire bottle of cough syrup and eating an entire brick of X-Lax and then shitting. Yeah. I can't believe that seal's not dead. <laughs> yeah, it's because there's a lot of alcohol in cough syrup. Yeah. I mean, okay, I, I, I'm I not a zoologist. I don't know anything about uh, 
I mean, they seals. they probably didn't give him real fucking. No, of course they didn't give him. <laughs> but I'm saying in the in the canon of this this movie, yeah, this he is drunk and shitting himself. This dude just drank an entire bottle of like children's Motrin. And, yeah, you know. But you know what? Uh, I'm sure seals weigh a lot. Maybe it doesn't fuck him up that much. Who cares? I okay. I myself have never seen like laxative in a chocolate bar like that but this is the second time i've seen it referred to like that so because the other time was in iron giant oh yeah i'm thinking that must i mean okay look i don't buy laxatives a lot so i feel like yeah when when i see them it's usually in like a pill form maybe maybe you can get it in a chocolate bar or not not in a literal chocolate bar but maybe you can get it in a little brick like that i have no idea Folks, write in. Tell us your laxative stories. Maybe this was something that was a thing in the in the 90s. Anyway, it's nighttime, and we cut to Roy. While the kids were trying to lead Slappy away from the academy, Slappy was like kind of futzing with Roy's, uh, with Roy's stuff. Roy thinks that there's a giant gopher on the grounds of Dartmoor Academy. So... He's kind of a goob. He is kind of a goob. He requested from Mr. Brimley more gopher bombs, more gopher... Apparently X-Lax is in a chocolate bar. Okay, well... That's probably why they call it Z-Lax, because X-Lax, (laughs) Z-Lax. Oh, very good. I didn't get that. Why not Y-Lax? Don't worry about it. Okay. So Roy is absolutely convinced that there is a giant gopher on the grounds of Dartmoor. So we see him gearing up. He's all dolled up like a ninja or something. He's got some night vision goggles, and he's stalking the grounds of Dartmoor, looking for this giant gopher. Meanwhile, the Bronson Pinchot character, I I never caught his name. They said it like twice in the whole movie. What, Mr. Broccoli? Oh, Mr. Broccoli, that was it. Thank you. So in my notes, so they hadn't gotten to a name yet. So in my notes, I'm calling him Balky. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Broccoli, spoiler alert, y'all, he's an animal broker. I know. So he realized that these kids put the seal on the bus, you know, on the side of the bus, it says Dartmoor Academy. So he's on the other side of the grounds patrolling because he still thinks that Slappy's, you know, at this fucking school. Yeah. Roy, using his night vision goggles, sees Mr. Broccoli, thinks he's a giant gopher, and just completely unloads these giant gopher bombs right at him. Yeah, they're like fucking RPGs. Yeah, yeah, they bring up a giant He shoots explosion. him out of a potato gun. Yeah. So the next day, I guess is Saturday or something. Or maybe they're playing hooky again. But the kids all group up together. These kids never go to school. Never. Only when it's important to the plot. Yep. These kids have fashioned a bathtub on wheels that they've attached to one of their bikes and they put Slappy in it, and they head out to the beach. We are never told that this takes place in California, but all the cars have California plates. Yeah. So. And I feel like, uh, what's his face? Wits's blanket kind of reminded me of the California flag, because it had the little stars going across it. Oh, I thought his, oh, well, his, 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 his comforter per- is, is a MLB thing. Is it? Yeah, because oh, it had okay. the little MLB guy on it. The flag of California has a bear, not a, not stars. What am I thinking of? I don't know. So they pull up to this beach and they're like, Slappy, check it out. It's the ocean. You're free. You should, you should go. And he's shaking his head. No. 
Uh, and he's going, uh-uh, uh-uh, uh-uh. Yeah, yeah, this this fucking seal barks and and wheezes and makes a whole bunch of noises. Um, all well, that's also movie. the the voice of the guy who's credited as Slappy rather oh. than Slappy himself. <laughs> than Slappy himself, yeah. Fucking bullshit. Yeah, yeah, it's okay for the folks at home. This seal doesn't talk. It's not like he's like, hey, I'm Slappy, what up? But sometimes <laughs> if he, he could talk. I would want to be Stinky P. Yeah. Oh, oh crap, 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 Um Safe. Yeah, sometimes you'll see him shaking his head, and you'll hear this noise of like, <clears throat> So the kids try all sorts of inventive ways to get him in the water. Slappy's not having any of it. Then we see an extremely stock footage, uh, footage, I guess, of a uh, killer whale, like, breaching. An orca. Yeah, an orca. Which and- is like, I don't, aren't orcas kind of like up in like Arctic Circle and so- shit? <laughs> I swear to God, I've seen that footage before, and I think it's from like like Alaska, Seattle, Vancouver, yeah. up into the yeah, like Canada. Hey, like I said, I don't know anything about sea lions or whales. Maybe they come down. Maybe they migrate down. In well, we know that there's sea lions. In California well, we, yeah, we know there's sea lions in San Pier, Francisco. What twenty one? Thirty nine. Twenty three. Pure 69, dude. Woo! So these kids see the stock footage, and they're like, oh, shit, that whale's gonna eat Slappy. Oh, okay, yeah, I guess we... <laughs> I guess... Yeah, uh, they're like, they're smart enough to know that. They immediately, immediately realize the fucking folly of their plan. Which, like, I'm thinking, this sea lion was probably born into captivity. It wouldn't know what to do at all if he... And, sh- and sure enough, these kids are immediately like, oh, you know what? He wouldn't last five seconds out yeah, there. Yeah, they're like, he wouldn't last five seconds out here. You know, we were we were wrong. The aquarium's his home. And I was like, what is happening in this movie? <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm glad they've, they've realized that. But so they realize now we got to get this fucking seal back to the aquarium. But first, they need to get back to school because today there's a parents appreciation day like festival happening it looked Uh, like fun it did look like fun also this is our second movie that involves sneaking around a fucking fair yep (laughs) looking at you starkid sturkid sturkid so this is where we get mr brimley dressed up as the captain of the hms pinafore strutting around like he owns the place because he does he does Mm mm-hmm He's also trying hardcore to suck up to one of the little bullies his parents is like... I don't know if he's super rich or what the I deal is. I think he's super, super loaded. And Mr. Brimley wants yeah, to get him like, on the board of directors. something. Oh, he invented the bendable drinking straw. Oh, that's, that's what, what Mr. Brimley says. And he wants to get him on the board of directors so he will, I guess, put money into the school. Yeah, I guess. Uh-huh. This is where Mr. Brimley, as much as... We've kind of been enjoying his his nonsense. He's a total fucking ass to Harriet right here. Yeah. So everybody's got these little booths. We see somebody like hand tossing their own pizza. We see like a face painting booth or some shit. And then Harriet has her own booth where she is making what was it? Uh, it's chili. Yes, but it's it's a fusion like Swedish and southwestern style chili. Yeah. And she's like. Come one, come all. Be the first to try the old-fashioned family recipe for Swedish Southwestern chili. And Mr. Brimley is not having any of that. He's like, you don't need to announce your chili like some sort of... What does he call a her? carnival, like a carny hawker or something like he that. He calls her like... He call her a hussy? 
Maybe. I don't remember. It's kind of it's kind of rough. I was like, damn, dude, you don't need to be so mean to your like assistant. Yeah, your assistant. She seems nice. Even though her accent is like, <laughs> her it's like accent, why are you doing this? Her accent is questionable, but her herself seems super nice. But of course, Spencer, that's the bully. His dad comes up and is head over heels for this chili. And also Miss Harriet. Her Chica. Yeah. So Mr. Brimley's like, hey, would you like to join the board of directors? And this guy's dad is like, I don't know. Can I have more of this chili? You know, he's he's very hot to trot for the chili. Yeah. Or the lady serving chili. Or the, uh, probably both, honestly. Meanwhile, the kids are trying to sneak Slappy onto the campus for some fucking reason. Roy sees Slappy and is like, there it is. There's the giant fucking gopher. He starts chasing Slappy with a chainsaw. Nope. Hedge trimmers. Hedge trimmers. Okay, whatever. It looks like a chainsaw. What? Chainsaw. What? Because <laughs> uh, at some point he's like just going. He is, yeah. He's, he's, like he's trimming, trimming the hedges, hedges when to... he sees Slappy emerge from the hedges and starts chasing him. Yep. He accidentally slashes at the bounce house that's at the carnival. This makes the bounce house go flying off. Which has that kid fucking Spencer in it. He's yeah. one of the bullies. Uh, it crashes into like every single fucking booth, knocking them down. Food and paint and shit goes flying everywhere. When everything's said and done, both Spencer and Spencer's dad are covered head to toe in paint. I'm sure that Mr. Brimley lost the deposit on that bounce house. Yeah. And all these little gazebos that he put up. And he's all like, stinkers. Yes, yes. Mr. Brimley knows exactly who to blame. And he's like, that's it, stinkers. Come here. So he he gets all the stinkers and their parents. Yeah. And this is where we see something I kind of hate. It's mostly a thing that happens in kids' media. It's when the, the adults kid, and the kids look the exact yes, same. Yes, the kids look exactly like the parents. They're wearing the exact same thing. We see Lucy's mom. One of the stinkers is a little girl named Lucy. She has these two long pigtails. And her mom's got two fucking pigtails. That's so the kids can know that that's her mom. Oh my god, we don't need to do that. <laughs> it's for your children. So they can understand. I was a child. I understood that parents don't look like children. Mm. I don't know. Whatever. It fucking drives me batty. So he grabs the stinkers and their parents and is like, you guys, expelled. Get the fuck out of here i am donezo with you fucking kids as soon as he marches off oh we should also mention that mr broccoli was able to grab slappy and put him in his <gasps> van and drive away gasp the stinkers you know they failed their mission we'll get him next time as soon <laughs> as soon as uh, Mr. Brimley walks away. This fucking van pulls up from the aquarium. And these two aquarium employees come out and it's like, hey, we got a report that there's a sea lion wandering around. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we're missing one, so we think he's ours. Yeah. I think it's Spanky. Yeah. Mentioned, like, talks to the uh, employees and is like, oh, here's the thing. This guy with this black van, he told us that he worked for the aquarium. And we said, okay, here's the seal. And he went on his way, and the the two employees are like, oh, shit, no, 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 no. That's Mr. Broccoli. He's an animal broker. He steals animals and then sells them to, like, what do they say? They basically tell the kids, like, he's going to 
sell that steel so like a circus yeah to like a circus in bulgaria because that's what he yeah. does he he sells them not to places that will take care of them but to just like real shitty podunk places that just you know need a fucking animal yeah and then that's when the like aquarium people are just like oh well all we can do is hope that he goes to a good home. Yeah, they just like fucking... They don't even fucking try. They sit on their thumbs and it's like, no, I know for a fact that there's a part of the like FBI or whatever that deals with like animal crimes. There's a really, really interesting book about the illegal animal trade in the US that I read a few years ago. And it's super interesting. There's all sorts of like fish that are illegal that you can't have but they're nice exotic fish so people go out of their way to smuggle them into the into why the you states can't have those fish. because they are endangered oh and i thought maybe they'd be like oh if they get out they're bad for the ecosystem but they're in a tank they're not gonna go no, anywhere it's, it's, it's not that it's what it is is when they live in their native habitat, there's plenty of them, but the demand is so high that people come in and just fucking ruin. They just pillage these ecosystems looking for this type of fish. Yeah, they're like Venus flytraps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot like that. So they are illegal to... It's one of these weird things where like they're illegal so people will not want to buy them but also the fact that they're illegal kind of makes a certain person want them more because yeah. it's like, I've got the illegal fish. I wish I could remember the name of that book. It was like Dragonfish or something. Really good. Hello, everyone. The name of the book is The Dragon Behind the Glass by Emily Boyd. Thank you. It's about the arowana fish. That lives in, like, the rainforest, or I think somewhere around, like, Malaysia. It was really cool. Mm. But no, I was just thinking, because I think Aldi right now has, like, Venus, Venus flytraps fly on sale. Yeah. But they're, like, farm-grown ones. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, But, like, apparently, like, Venus, I think they're native North habits. Carolina. North Carolina, mm-hmm. yeah. Somebody linked a thing about, like, poaching of Venus flytraps mm-hmm, in mm-hmm. North Carolina. We used to be able to, I don't know if you remember, but you used to be able to go to Walmart and just buy Venus flytraps yeah. uh, in the 90s and even like the early 2000s. And they they started clamping down on that because- the Like na- a Venus flytrap clamps down oh, on flies. shit. Because the native population of Venus flytraps were getting- uh, uh, Really low. Because the people were going out in the swamps and just yeah, yoinking were them. Yeah, people were just, you know, you go out, you take a fucking trowel, go out into the fucking swamp in North Carolina, boom, you got yourself a fucking Venus flytrap. Yeah, and it's like, uh, they still need to, like, reproduce. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah, the aquarium people give up fucking immediately, and the stinkers are like, no, dude, we gotta save this fucking seal. So they go over to Roy, and Roy gives him a pet talk, like, hey, you guys can't give up. You're stinkers. You guys are the stinkers, and that means something. Yeah, I know you guys, when the chips are down, I know you guys always, you know, stick together, and, you know, stinkers- Stink, Stink together. Yeah, stinkers never say die. That's right. Also, he's like, also, by the way, here's my sweet fucking potato gun. Let me show you. Yeah, check it out. He shoots it and- it breaks through the window and just like fucking nails BD Wong kills in the back BD of the Wong. head. <laughs> he just goes down. I'm like, oh, he's dead. Yeah. Potato guns are like, they can be dangerous. Oh, I'm sure they can. So the stinkers, they, they put their heads together and they're like, okay, this guy, if he's an animal broker, he stole a seal. He's going to need a lot of fish. Where's a place we can go that has a lot of fish? These kids are too smart for their own good. They really are. <laughs> they go to their local fish market. 
Oh, briefly in here, uh, one of them mentioned they name drop the movie Spartacus, which once again, I'm like, stop referencing better movies. <laughs> it doesn't make this movie it's better. Like, how have you guys seen Spartacus? <laughs> one of them has TCM, you Guess know? So. They go down to the local fish market and they get this fishmonger lady, fish fishmongress? I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. They get this lady to... Fishtress. <laughs> Fishtress. They get this lady to be like, hey, have you seen a guy drives a black van, you know, looks like this? Did he buy a lot of fish from you? And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He lives up at Mud Mountain. Yeah, he tried He tried to, like, get me to come with him to Mud Mountain. I'm like, is that some kind of, like, yo, you want to do it in the butt? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Oh, man. I would say I... Mm-hmm. Mud. Take a trip with me in Mud Mountain. Mud Mountain. Maybe. Gross. So so the kids head off to Mud Mountain, I guess. Ew. <laughs> no. <coughs> FBI is knocking on our door right now. No. No, what we're in a cabin in the about? woods. <laughs> oh, so meanwhile, it's bird watching day at Dartmoor Academy. I want to go to fucking Dartmoor because apparently every other day is a field trip day or a festival day. Like, Better be if it's like a snooty boots kind of private school. Yeah, yeah, it's a private Doesn't school. really feel like one, but it is. I don't know. And uh, Mr. Brimley's out there all dolled up in his fucking bird watching gear. And looks like fucking. Uh, it looks like he's on safari. Wild Thornberry. Dude. Yes, yes, he looks like Nigel. He's Nigel Thornberry. So meanwhile, again, we see Mr. Broccoli. He's got Slappy all chained up. Wearing this like like this chain collar, yeah, and he's and trying a clown nose and a clown nose <laughs> and a, a a little party hat, yeah, and he's trying to get the seal to jump through a ring of fire. The stinkers approach the perimeter of Mud Mountain and gross, <laughs> and one of them gets out a megaphone stolen from Dartmoor and is like, Mr. Broccoli, this is the police and the Marines. We know you're in there. You know, come out and there won't be any any trouble. So he comes out and they, what, they shoot him with like a fire hose and sawdust and then they pelt him with a fucking potato gun. Yeah, they hit him right in the fucking dick with a potato gun. I'm just like, this man... Is in so much pain right now. I took a tally. Uh, there are three nut shots in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those kind of movies. There's one where B.D. Wong gets his nuts crunched. Yep. At the he's beginning at the, of the movie. He's at the aquarium and he thinks. He thinks like. A, he grabs a kid. He thinks it's a kid, but he turns around and it's a little person. And he's got one of those little toys that you pull the lever and it's a little monster that like chomps its yeah, jaw. Yeah, and he just gets him right in the nuts. He uses that to chomp his nuts. The second nut shot... Is this one. Is this one, yes. And then there's, there's, one, there's oh, one... Oh, yeah, later. there's one more nut shot at the very end. I forgot. So they are able to tie him up and through the magic of pulleys and simple machines are able to get him to hang upside down. They then go inside, the stinkers go inside to free Slappy and uh, get him out of those dang chains. Dang chains. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mr. Broccoli is able to free himself, but the kids with Slappy are able to push him into the fucking ring of fire. And cook his little ass. Yeah. 
Slappy then pulls down the main support beam of this little fucking shack, and it all tumbles down around Mr. Broccoli. Which is a move that we also saw in Ribbit. Oh, it sure was. Yep. Wow. Oh, man. I forgot all about that. Sometimes I remember things. That's okay. That's okay. They're generally useless facts. The kids start leading Slappy into their little tub on wheels. They're all getting on their bikes and shit. When we see uh, Mr. Broccoli emerge from the rubble, this is where another one of the kids makes a reference to the Terminator, another better movie. (laughs) And Mr. Broccoli gets in his giant fucking suburban and tries to like run these kids down. Yeah. Meanwhile, as we've mentioned, uh, it's not really a suburban. It's 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 an SUV, though. No, it's a it's a van. It's one of those like free candy vans. It is, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, 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 no. It's totally one of those like cargo vans. Yeah. So yeah, he's just like he's trying to run him over because he's just done with these children. Yeah, he's he's, he's done elected these, for child murder. He's done with these children and done with this fucking seal. Slightly lower down the mountain, the Dartmoor kids are bird watching. The kids come bursting through the trees and kind of hit Beatty Wong and scoop him up. Yeah, scoop him, him up into them. the tubmobile, and he's tubmobile was cool. I kind of thought the tubmobile, ooh, there's a moth. I'm being attacked by a moth. Help. <laughs> Where'd you come from, old dude? Oh. Um, the wind. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I should say this, this tubmobile, it's not the same tubmobile as the tub on wheels that was pulled by a bike earlier. This is some sort of wacky ass. It's a bigger tub on wheels that has a kid in the back with two hockey sticks as brakes. Yeah. And then there's another kid in front that's got like a bike wheel. It's a whole fucking thing. Yeah. So now, yes, the Stinkers and Slappy and Mr. Brimley are all in this tub being chased by Mr. Broccoli, a.k.a. Bronson Pinchot, a.k.a. Balky. A.k.a. Child Murderer. <laughs> a.k.a. Child Murderer, who wants to murder these children. They are led to... What the fuck is this thing? Is it like a logging facility? Yeah, like it's, a, it's, a, it's a log flume. Okay, okay, okay. Just that's just what I'm making sure. Yeah, it's for getting logs to the top of the from the like I guess the from the site top of the mountain to the to the, the water river. where they'll just like take Floating them down, down river. Yeah. So they come to and this have log rolling champions. <laughs> they come to this old abandoned log flume. Mr. Broccoli is gaining on them, and they're like. Look, there's only one thing we can do. We got to go down this fucking flume. So down Hell they yeah. yeah, down they go. They take the tubmobile down this fucking flume. Balky or Which, like I'm sure like as a kid I'd be like, "Wow, that looks like fun." And then like as an adult, I'm like, "Dude, that you're going to die." <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because this is not meant for like people to go down. This is very steep yeah, and extremely and God knows how rickety. Old it is. Yeah. Mr. Broccoli gets out of his fucking free candy van. He turns on the water, oh, realizes, it's up. yeah, realizes that it's clogged. He unclogs it and gets assaulted by a beaver. Yeah, a beaver puppet comes out, chomps his nose, and then looks at the camera and goes, "Wah!" Yeah, like and fucking Caddyshack. Like, okay, <laughs> this is some fucking like Muppet shit right yeah. here. Um, yeah, that's the last we'll ever see of that fucking beaver. Anyway, yep. now there's water going down the log flume. So this has turned into an actual factual, you know, water slide. They're sliding down, they're sliding down, they're sliding down. They get to the bottom and they're just like, oh shit, here it comes. When they are able to deploy their sail. And by yeah, sail, bitches. I mean 
shower curtain. Oh, the shower curtain. Well, it's 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 a bed sheet, but it's tied around the oh yeah, shower tied around curtain. the sh- shower curtain of the tub. Yeah, and uh, this catches they float. Yep. Down. The uh, this catches the wind, and instead of immediately eating shit and hitting that water as hard as they can, they uh, softly land. But then, just behind them. Speaking of eating shit, <laughs> yep, the yep. guy comes flying Mr. down. Mr. Broccoli yeah. comes fluming out of the fucking flume. Yeah, and lands straightened like nuts first onto a log. Yeah. I yeah, know, yeah. it's just like they have defeated the bad guy with a hit to the nuts mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for the second you even, time. You even hear a comical dong, dong, and one of the kids says, that's gotta hurt. Yep. You hear a comical beady wong. <laughs> that is essentially the end of the movie. Pretty we much. We don't see what happens to him. We instead see a bunch of like spinning newspapers that's like, do 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 It's like, kids save seal from poacher. I wrote down two headlines that interested me. Quote. Was it about the sex change? What? What? <laughs> no? Did There was one it? that just said, yeah, it said like. Slappy has sex change. It was on one of those, like, it's supposed to be like a tabloid. Oh, like the National Enquirer. Yeah. Okay, I saw that one. It's supposed to be a tabloid one. I was like, wow, that seems like something that they wouldn't put in a kid's movie, (laughs) but okay. I'm so happy for her. Congrats, Slappy. Um, No, 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 no. I wrote, quote, presidential medal goes to stinkers. Oh, yes. I remember them getting the president's medal. And then then one uh, one of the smaller headlines was Roy marries Fergie. Oh, really? Yeah. Remember Fergie, the Duchess of, um, remember Fergie? Very big in the 90s. No. Okay. <laughs> I don't I don't mean Fergie as in like Fergalicious. Yeah, Fergalicious. I mean Fergie. I swear to God, she was the Duchess of Scotland. Fergalicious. Fergalicious. Oh, Duchess of York. Okay, okay, okay. She was the, the Duchess of York and. What was the, it? It was like a big deal, like. Throne was up for grabs or something. So in the nineties, I, I I remember this being just a joke for everyone. I think in the early nineties she divorced, so she was single. So whoever married her would become the the Dutch of York. You know, it would start getting into the royal line. The Duke. The fuck the Duke, not the Dutch. <laughs> the I'm sorry. Dutch. I'm looking at your fucking food. Jeff's decided to take a snack break in the middle of the fucking podcast. The Duke Leto of York. <laughs> the Duke Atreides. Uh, Dune is good. Go see Dune. No, 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 no. So there was just, there were just all these punchlines that like, so-and-so is going to marry Fergie. And sure enough, canonically, Roy has married Fergie. And y'all, that is the- Slappy should have married Fergie. Slappy should have married Fergie. Oh my God. Fucking lesbian inner species relationship. I'm so happy. Very progressive for 1998. I'm, I mean- uh, that's the end of the movie, y'all. <laughs> like I said, we we very briefly get a kind of a credits each each character. We get a little few little scenes of the kid actors, so and so as Spanky, so and so as Lucy, so and so as Buckwheat. Yeah. So it's time now to get into the compliment sandwich. I'm gonna let you go first. My compliment is I really enjoyed seeing. Pretty much spanky again. <laughs> okay. All right. Sure. Yeah. I, that, that dude, kid's got a cool accent. I like it. Yeah. That's yeah. what I was going to say. You get to hear his, his voice. Yeah. 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 I don't know what he's doing nowadays. I hope he's uh, I hope he's leading a, a cool, fulfilling life. I didn't know that. I he... hope he's cool. Yeah. And not like an asshole. Yeah. I hope so, too. <laughs> Do you have anything else you wanted to add? Or No, nah, that was it. Okay. My 
first compliment is I'm really glad that BD Wong got a paycheck. <laughs> I think, as you mentioned, he is a real sport in this movie. We didn't get into every single like terrible thing that happens to there him. There is a lot of shit that gets this dumped on him. This movie is 75 minutes of like, and then his pants get ripped, and then a bird poops on his face, and then mud gets on him, and then he lands in the, the octopus fucking tank. fucking icy flies out of the window yep. right into his face. Yep, and then he uh, a fucking slurpee lands right in his fucking face, and then someone steps on his foot. Yeah. It's just this constant I was just fucking... trying to be like, I was like, who's the bad guy here? Is it the fucking headmaster guy, or is it the... So guy stealing the shit. I think I think we're supposed to think that that both are the bad guy. You know, we're supposed to we're supposed to think that Mr. Brimley is a real fucking hard nose that won't let the stinkers have any fun. Damn it's stinkers. Like, He's just I, trying to live his life. I, yeah, I think this is just a sign of us being old, but it's just like dude lives by himself, he has a dog, loves opera. He's the headmaster of a school. That's got to be like a real tough job. Like dude's just trying Especially to Especially when life. you have to like deal with the stinkers yeah the little shitheads i think as you mentioned you know i think he was a real sport and i'm glad to see you know that dude is usually like a side character you know yeah. think about think about jurassic park dude's got like five lines i mean he's got way more lines in uh mulan which also came out in 1998 1998 was the year of bd wong yeah that, that was my first compliment uh so what is your criticism too many fart jokes. Yeah. So there's in, at least like eight. In my notes, I wrote five, but I also didn't count poop jokes. Mm. And there are just as many poop jokes as there are fart jokes. Poop farts. Yeah. Uh, like there's, you know, we kind of have like, oh, there's got to be at least one. This one took like liberties with that. Oh my God. Yeah. They're like, everybody's going to poop or fart. <laughs> and we need, we haven't gone more than 10 minutes without mm-hmm. a poop. Mm hmm. My criticism is something I've kind of already mentioned, but like, quit reminding me that better movies exist. (laughs) I don't need that. This is like Free Willy. I'm a kid in the 90s. I'm going to go. You're right. I should set this down and go watch Free Willy. I'm a kid in the 90s. Whoa. Oh my God, shut up. I should go be watching Free Willy instead. It's just like this movie just really, really, really wanted to be the next little rascals yeah and i don't 100 percent know if it succeeds there's something about name dropping other movies and ripping on other movies styles that just comes across as a little desperate to me i don't know it's whenever you have to like name your competition or like heavily reference your competition it just reeks of like I don't know, just sadness. You're not Nazareth anymore. Oh my god. Yes, that that is one of my go-tos is what was that fucking rift? <laughs> rift. God. Which is still around somehow. Ugh. All right, so what is what is your second compliment? My other compliment is like, you know, if you are looking for like kind of a little rascals-esque movie, yeah. You can kind of turn to this. It's not as good. No. Like, I don't even know if the people that made Little Rascals expected Little Rascals to be as huge as it was. Yeah. It, it's like dollar store Little Rascals. <laughs> yeah, this is the great value of Little Rascals. Yeah. My second compliment. I, I'm kind of struggling to come up with a second compliment. That doesn't necessarily mean that this is a... I have a second criticism. Do you? Yes. I mean, you could go ahead and say it if you want. Justice for PJ. Oh, oh, yeah, fucking A. Yeah. 
Name the animal actors. How hard is it to say PJ as Seal? Now, to be fair, the movie credited him. It's, the movie did credit it's him. Everybody else is not crediting him. They like should. IMDb and Wikipedia. Like, y'all, fuck y'all. Get onto that. Just mention the damn Seal. I know his we, name is PJ, his and he has PJ. feelings. Yeah, sure, sure. I don't think I have a second compliment. I'm sorry. I don't know. I really, I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean that, like, I don't know. So, it's time to get into our... Ranking, uh, right? Or no, no, it's no. time to get into our MV- MVP. MVP. If, this, if you are new to the podcast, the MVP is where we list our favorite character. Jeff, would you like to go first? Yes. Okay. My MVP is Roy. <gasps> My MVP is also Roy. I thought he was cool. Yeah, Roy like, was cool. He was a big supporter of the Stinkers. Yeah. He didn't judge them. No. He was all. There was even one point. It was like, hey, you guys, you know, you're always welcome at my shed. Yeah. Just so, don't let Dr. Poop Poop, like, <laughs> see Wong. you. I think the movie wants us to think that Roy is a fuck up because Maybe. he's at this nice, prestigious academy, but he's wearing this, like, this, he kind of cut off vest. Yeah, he kind of reminds like, me of shorts. like he looks like Otto from The Simpsons. Oh yeah, I was gonna say he reminds me of fuck. What is that actor's name? He was an Encino man, Pauly Shore. He's oh, like okay, Pauly sure. Shore's character from like Son in Law. Yeah, but yeah, he was he was just a nice dude. Whether or not he's a fuck up is is irrelevant. I thought yeah. he was a cool guy. Briefly, I thought about making my MVP the lady at the fish market because I thought she was fucking cool as hell. She, <laughs> she had, was Jack from, from Mass, Mass Effect, Effect too. Yes, she was covered in tattoos. She had a shaved head, but she was wearing a hat, and I believe her nose was pierced. She was very cool. I think so. Or maybe her lip was pierced. I saw a piercing, but now I can't remember where from. But she was very, very cool, and she seemed nice. Okay, so she yes. she doesn't want to go to Mud Mountain. Nope, not at all. So normally we would put our favorite song here, but there wasn't a song. There was fucking Lollipop, but that's about it. Yeah. Uh, So now it's time to move straight on to the ranking of the movies. (laughs) Y'all all all know what's going to happen. We're going to say three, two, one, go. And then I'm going to shout out a number and Jeff's going to shout out a number. And then we're going to have fun times. So I'm vamping so I can load up the list on this very, very cool internet. Are you good? I think I'm good. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. 24. Okay. So I said 29. Jeff, what'd you say? I said 24. Okay. So we're, we're feeling pretty, pretty similar about this movie. You know what? I could immediately drop to 28. (laughs) <laughs> Damn, dude. Holy shit. Why? I think Little Ghost is better than this. Oh, my God. See, originally, I was I was working my way up. I started... Yeah. I, so I, started, I started from Gooby and went up. I was like, this is better than Gooby. Oh, see, I started from Dinosaur Island and went up. And originally, I was going to say 31, but then I saw that Gooby was 30, and I was like, no, this is better than fucking Gooby. Yeah. Not by much, but... Not by much. So you're saying 28 versus 29. Yeah. Honestly, 28 versus 29. I mean, that's, that's splitting, splitting hairs. hairs. Yeah. yeah, I'm down to clown with either of them. Because it reminds me of LeBoo, but I do that dumb thing where it's just, just like... it reminds you. Yeah, oh, this movie reminds me of this movie, so it should be around that movie. And then I saw Little Ghost. I was like, nah, Little Ghost is better than this. If I had to, I, I would say that Spookly is probably better than Slappy and the Stinkers because Spookly is short. 
Spookly has original songs. Spookly has uh, anti-bullying messages. There are no fart jokes in Spookly. (laughs) That's that's where I'm coming from. But like you said, like if you really like the little rascals or you have a kid that just loves the little rascals. And wants more shit like that. This is a perfect little rascals alike. It's not as good as little rascals. Yeah, it's like diet little rascals. Yeah. You know, if you're really hankering for more of that shit, like, this is probably as good as you're going to get. Yeah. There's some, like, kind of goofy overacting, underacting. Oh, boy. But, but I mean, all kids' movies, know, yeah. I feel like, have goofy overacting and underacting. So what are you, what are you feeling, dude? I'm fine with 28 or 29. I, mm. And it's like, okay, we like to dunk on Gooby a lot. But, like, you know, Gooby is number 30 out of 38. It's not great but it's not terrible either i just feel like we're (laughs) very hard on gooby we're very hard gooby is the dvd of gooby is 12 feet away from you right now (laughs) i think you need to rethink about gooby i heard you laughing at this movie i know for a fact neither of us even chuckled at fucking gooby yeah like there were bits in here i didn't laugh out loud but i did kind of smile at some of bd wong's like antics goofy bullshit faces the the kids not so much but there were certain things in here that made me laugh like when the kid pulls like 500 g's in the fucking oh my god <laughs> that kid is dead his brain leaked through his fucking ears what are those ears. things called the, like, the 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 gyro like a gyrosphere or something yeah you see him at every fucking fair yeah it's like you strap in you strap and in you look and like just, the fucking ooh, ooh, what's ooh, that ooh, man ooh, called ooh, ooh, ooh. Vitruvian man? Yeah, Vitruvian man, and you like, looks like spin around the everywhere. thing from contact. Shit, I didn't do the thing that I wanted to do. I wanted to start this and be like, all right, we're back. The movie begins with Ellie Arroway. She's talking to her dad. He's tucking her in. Later on, they grow up and they, they Oops, get really, watched contact they get really into ham radio. Oh, man. But yeah, like fucking kids in one of those and then someone spins the shit out of it and it's like oh that kid's dead yeah it goes like super fast mode uh do you want to put this at 28 sure okay it's really like 28 29 it doesn't matter so congratulations to slappy and the stinkers for getting number 28 on our list Folks, that is going to do it for us. I don't know what you guys are about to do with your boring lives, but I think we're going to go outside and maybe see if we can start a, a Yeah, we'll see what the, what the wind situation is the like. The wind has definitely died down and it's looking pretty fucking dark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, hope you guys have enjoyed this cabin cast. <laughs> yeah, I hope, I really hope that the uh, sound <laughs> is not too echoey. Like I said, we are in a giant wooden box right now. Yeah. Let's let's start doing the uh, the wrap-up spiel. Jeff, if people wanted to look at this list of ours, you said that Gooby was 30 of 38. If people were like, well, I want to see the other, you know, 30-something movies, what website would they go to access that? IndoorRecess.club. That's right. IndoorRecess.club. There you'll find all sorts of other links. Sometimes I can find the full movie on YouTube, and I, when that happens, I'll link it on there. Sometimes I will tell you, like, hey, it's on Netflix, or it's on Amazon, or it's on Vudu, you know. Another cool place to go if you have internet, not unlike us right now, that have, like, <laughs> Fucking. We, we occasionally get one bar. Yeah, and it's every like, once in a while we have signal and then it just kind of melts away. But if you have more signal than us, maybe you'd like to go and check out our Twitter account. It's at... Indoor Recess Pod. That's right. Indoor Recess Pod. 
Sometimes I post little like bits from the movies that we've watched out of context or all sorts of this and that. I will absolutely be posting a picture of the DVD hutch with fucking Gooby front and center <laughs> from from this cabin cast. Feel free to at us and suggest some movies or tell us like, I watched Slappy and the Stinkers when I was a kid or I was an extra in the movie or I'm Slappy, you know. I'm Slappy. <laughs> yeah, I'm Slappy and I'm just <laughs> Hey, what's in. up? It's Slappy. I, I also think it's bullshit that I'm not credited on IMDb. Or, or, or. And finally, if you would like to send us an email, you could do so at... Hey, at IndoorRecess.club. That's right. Hey, at IndoorRecess.club. Is is Twitter's little 240 characters not enough for you? Would you like to send us your novelization of Slappy and the Stinkers? Would you like to send us your, your sweet fanfic of what happens to B.D. Wong? I you know I'm I'm game for it. Please send it to hey at indoorrecess.club. Maybe I'll read it. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's going to do it for us. Like I said, I am itching to go either start a campfire or if it's too windy, finish contact. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, would you like to leave us to uh what is the word I'm trying take to say? Us out? Would you like to take us out with some sort of like fun little charming thing? Sure. All right. What do you got for us? Until next time, you little stinkers. Oh, there it is. <laughs>